What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the part two of AI Taking Your Job with Lockdown Universe. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. So I apologize for the quick exit out of the last uh, episode. However, we do have some really interesting info here. So we've been talking about Elon um, basically stating that we weren't going to have jobs coming up. He basically said, you can have a job if you want, but you won't need one. Great. Thanks, Elon. But why is this important? Well, Hollywood always predicts this stuff, right? Hollywood always says, this is what's going to happen in movies and in their business. It starts in Hollywood because they're on the forefront of imagination and they're down there and in, in they have California in the Silicon Valley with all these brilliant minds that these script writers siphon off of and put right in their movies <coughs> if you haven't seen a really great movie go watch the social network about facebook or orig origins now if you all remember we just had a 148 day hollywood writer strike against ai because ai is already capable of stealing their jobs writers jobs you know jobs that aren't like vital to our economy right you think of like building building materials and food and teachers and police and you know all these other people that we need plumbers electricians all these things but the writers battle they were worried about ai right off the jump because ai was the first to take their jobs so the humans win it states on this apnews.com article for now in parentheses so after a 148-day strike, Hollywood screenwriters secured significant guardrails against the use of artificial intelligence in one of the first major labor battles over generative AI in the workplace. Who would have freaking thought that this would have been the case in 2023 back in 2000 or back in, you know, even 2010? I mean, when we were, you know, not even having iPhones, you know, really playing around with them. We we're starting to get, you know, smartphones. I mean, it's just like... It's freaking mind-boggling. I don't. I'm trying not to swear because I'm trying to walk a better line these days. But if I if I wanted to swear, I would swear right now because this is like totally mind-blowing. But after nearly a five-month walkout, um, no issue resonated more than the issue of AI and script writing, which it can do very well. I've used AI um, to try to generate a script for you know, ideas for a podcast or ideas for um, bullet points for a podcast, you know, just ideas, just throwing them out there, seeing what it could create. I never used it, but I just wanted to see what it could do. And I think it's, it, man, it could, it could write a story if it wanted to easily, easily. You just give it some ideas and it could write a story. Is it a great story? Not yet, but depends on how many prompts you put into it and how much is, how fast it learns. Okay. So, um, this is the Writers Guild of America who had to do this strike 148 days, guys. That's a long freaking time. That's many months of striking, not earning any money. And you can say, well, wow, they're Hollywood war, whatever. What if it's you, right? What if it's us? That's a long time without a paycheck. Um, so the strike was also about, um, the streaming era and how they need to get paid residuals, how they weren't getting paid residuals. Um, but mostly it was against the um, human versus machine clash that the writers were 
adamantly opposed to because they knew it was come for their jobs. So in the coming weeks, uh, the WGA, Writers Guild, will vote on whether to ratify a tentative agreement. They state um, that AI cannot write or rewrite literary material. AI-generated writing cannot be source material either. They say that um, this is all part of their uh, agreement. AI-generated material cannot be used to undermine a writer's credit or separated rights. I hope that this will be a model for a lot of other content creation industries. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A lot of which we are all in. I'm creating content with podcasts. Other people are creating content with videos on Facebook, and they really rely on that money that's generated from YouTube. Um, It pretty much ensures, according to this uh, article, that if you're going to use AI, it's going to be humans working alongside AI. That, to me, has always been the best way to use any form of AI. Makes sense, right? And that's what Amazon, we were talking about in the last podcast, is looking to do. They're looking to train 2 million people, and they've already trained another, you know, a few million before this in cloud technology. Now they're training them in AI technology and AI prompt technology and generative AI, um, creating bots and creating AI um, source, um, AI, AI industries. So to speak. So that's what they're trying to do. They're not only creating the AI software, they're creating the AI industries, which is going to be what everything is eventually. Um, so the language in which this, this tentative agreement was hammered out in um, dragged on for weeks because they needed to get the language just right. And it's kind of interesting when you're talking about language. AI probably could have written this agreement for them. Uh, now, when the writer strike began on May 2nd, it was just five months after OpenAI released ChatGPT. This was back last November, a year ago. And the AI chatbot that can write essays, have sophisticated conversations, craft stories from a handful of prompts. The studio said it was too early to tackle AI in these negotiations and wanted to wait until 2026. Well, they can always come back to the table, right, as AI continues to get better and better. Ultimately, they hashed out terms while noting that the outlook is certain to change. (coughs) That's a given, guys. It's going to change. Things are going to develop more and more, and they're going to have to come back to the table. And all of our industries are going to have to come back to the table. Whether you're in sales, how you use AI, how much AI you use, in which, which way do you use it, Think about this for a second. Think about 
how much spam you're already getting in your email. Well, now it's just going to like quad, you know, quintuple, you know, the amount of, uh, you know, just emails that you're going to get from from everybody, from sales to marketing to recruiting to everything. You're going to get a lot of emails, and and it's going to come down to the point where they're going to start making laws against uh, AI written emails, right? It'll have have to be some way that they can track. If it's a human written email, and then it, it you know, you're going to be able to uns- unsubscribe from these emails and these these marketing techniques. And it's going to be just like a weird, real, difficult challenge for a lot of people who work in these industries to try to gather um, talent, to try to gather sales individually without AI's help or AI dominating their industries. What are we going to do? We're going to have to have universal basic income. You know, people who are living paycheck to paycheck and they have their industries cut are going to have to be compensated. And we've we've thought about this for decades, that people are going to have to be compensated somehow. Because you can't have 8 billion people and then AI come around and just take 6 billion of the jobs away. Granted, I know there's not 8 billion people working because half of them are under 18 or more than half or whatever the case is. Nonetheless, you got a lot of people working. Let's say it's 4 billion people or 2 billion people across the planet working. The rest of the people are either too young or too old. So now you have 2 billion people in the workforce. Then you cut half of those people out. Now all the people that rely on those 1 billion people working are now going to not have any income either because it's those people in the 1 billion that are providing for the rest of the 6 billion people on the planet. Becomes a real quandary, doesn't it? So I think that this Writers Guild strike really plays out for many other industries, and it's really going it, to... They're trailblazing. They're trailblazing. We're going to have to steal or at least you know utilize some of their bargaining chips and their language in our own bargaining methods so it's going to be it's going to be fascinating man it's going to be a real big challenge moving forward um how fast can this change how fast can you expect a change in your career field let's take this for an example in 2000 i was working for verizon wireless okay in 2000 when we had flip phones okay everybody thought that sending a picture on Verizon's network was the end-all, be-all, awesome, cool thing to do. And you know how much it costs? It costs like 50 cents or 75 cents a picture to send back in 2000. Fast forward to 2010. Now you have unlimited data. Now you have unlimited texting. Fast forward to 2023. Now we have everybody using Zoom. Everybody using uh, you know, Skype. Everybody using FaceTime. So those industries of communication went down the drain. You know, like landlines, anybody that worked on landlines, anybody that required landlines, anybody that was selling landlines, you were all out the door. Boom, kicked out like that. You notice how they try to sell you on landlines now because nobody else gives a shit. Now, what happens when our own cell phones become obsolete and AI can do it for you because you don't need a cell phone anymore all you need is alexa in your house 
You don't need a cell phone. Alexa can project an image onto your onto your wall for you, and you can you can tell her with a prompt what you want, or it can learn what you want to see before you even say anything. You can just say Alexa, start feed, and it will start to feed you information just like TikTok does with their algorithm. So that you won't even need to have a phone in your hand anymore. You can just project it up on the screen. Or, if you want to get even more fancy, you can go Elon Musk's Neuralink route and get an implant in your head. And then, much like the movie iBoy, you'll be able to see images in your mind with this implant. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, that's not going to happen. This isn't going to happen, da-da-da-da. Guarantee your ass it's going to happen. People will get it. And when people can be faster, smarter, uh, quicker to the punch, quicker to, to get the information and utilize it in any way they can, you bet your ass they're going to get that Neuralink implanted in their head. Now, th- we're in the infancy of that as well. That is not developed fully. They're usually using it on monkeys and stuff right now. And they're starting human trials. Now, when that becomes solidified, when they've narrowed it down and gotten it more uh, technologically advanced, meaning it becomes smaller, you can just get a chip put in or even something smaller than that, a nano chip. Um, Or you can just, you know, you can just uh, put a little dot on your tongue and it goes into your body. An entire, uh, the entire internet can go into your body. And then people will be using it, guaranteed. That's the next version of the of the iPhone. Is Neuralink, but it's gonna not, it's not gonna be the current Neuralink the way it is. It's gonna be a developed Neuralink. It's gonna be a neurochip. It's gonna be something you could probably just swallow, and and it's it's in your body. And if you want it to come out of your body, you'll be able to do that because nobody's gonna want to say, "Hey, I want this implant in, and I can never take it out." The way they have it set up now, where it's gonna be hooked up to your brain and stuff like that, nobody's gonna want that. I don't think. Not the way it's designed, but they will want it eventually once it's, once it's fully developed. Now, there's also the issue with gene development and manipulating your genes so that you can become seven feet tall if you want. Or you can become three feet tall if you want. You want to squeeze into little doors. Maybe you want to super small yourself, like the, the, that downsizing movie or whatever it's called with Matt Damon. And they shrunk themselves, and now everything that they, all the money that they had, you know, let's say they had $100,000, became like a million dollars because they didn't need all the building materials. They didn't need all the food. One piece of food could last them lifetimes, you know. So, like, there's all this technology that's going to be built out of AI where all the gene modification that we need to do, AI is going to be able to figure that out instantaneously with the information that we have. You just input it and you ask it to, to manipulate things so that you can develop a body that can that can be created and put in. If AI has access to all of the technology that we have, which it probably doesn't, or well, we know it doesn't, doesn't have access to all of the alien technology that we talk about, doesn't have access to the special ops government technology and, and documentation and understanding and 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 uh, you know scientific breakthroughs. But if it did, you could say, hey, I want this. I want to put wings on my back. Develop me a pill to take so that I can put wings on my back. It'll develop a pill with a 3D printer. You'll be able to take it. Boom, you got wings on your back. Now you can fucking fly. 
Yeah, man. It's going to happen. What else is going to happen? Are we going to bring dinosaurs back from Jurassic Park? AI is going to be able to do that, too. With all the technology that we have, it's going to be able to do that. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. And they're going to be able to do that pretty quick. I think within our lifetimes. I mean, you know, it depends on how, how long we all live. But it's definitely, things are going to happen faster and faster and faster. You, you know, they're going to start announcing things, right? Like they announce movies. They're going to come out in 2025, 2026, 27, 28. Oh, and 20, by 2030, we're going to have all these Marvel movies. Well, guess what? It's going to start happening like that with AI. AIs, with AI, they're going to be able to say, hey, coming in 2028, you'll be able to gene modify yourself. Coming in 2030, you'll be able to create a baby that you want with all of the specific genetic coding thanks to AI. You can order it on Amazon for $3,335. Right? You'll be able to order those blueprints off. They'll sell them. This is not, I mean, it, it, the, the sheer amount of sci-fi that's just like pouring out right now is going to be sci-fact within 10 years. And it may sound crazy, but it's not crazy when you know all this stuff and you, and you do all the research on it. It's just simply magnificent. Uh, again, we have to think about Jeff Goldblum for a second and his statement in Jurassic Park. They were so busy with finding out if they could do it that they didn't think and stop for a moment to say, should we do it? So we're going to find ourselves in that conundrum too, and Elon already knows that. Bezos doesn't care. He wants to push this thing as hard as he can and get the talent with that. That's why he has these programs out that we talked about in the last episode. That's why he's going to start pushing all these programs for people to, to join. And then when they join, if you continue to contribute to Amazon and you contribute in a beneficial way, they'll probably start to offer percentages off of their products for you for the next foreseeable future. We're going to give you 25% off all products if you can develop the sequence that we need developed and whoever develops the, the best and most efficient way with their chat with their um, AI gets 25% off for life or for the year or for a certain amount of products it's really going to be interesting to see we already know that people are making billions of dollars online with drop shipping and all of these different marketplace options they can also put um, items on Amazon. So, it won't be what items can you put on Amazon in a physical product. It's going to be what kind of AI products can you develop and put on Amazon that will get you paid. Because we know that it's coming to the point where, and it already is here, where all that's going to matter is is how much you can you can produce in a software component to the internet we're already there it's who's doing the best product marketplaces they're contributing the most to the internet aren't they the people that have the best marketplace shops shopify people that are creating the best um experiences are making the most money people can sell items from their video games on the internet already so we're already there it's just a matter of time as to when the real world ends in your pr productivity line and where you're going to have to produce on the internet through your AI knowledge.
It's really fascinating, guys. It's really fascinating. AI, you know, when I look at the paintings that we have, you know, I've got paintings all around this room. I mean, it's, you know, we've got paintings everywhere. And it's it's a paint room down here. And so, you know, it used to be, hey, what can you produce in a painting? And people would pay big money for it. Now AI can produce that. And it doesn't need you. It doesn't need me. It just needs to be asked for. So, I don't know. That's that, that's what I got. That's what I got for today, guys. Um, I'm going to let you go. I want you to think about this. I'm, I want you to consider, is your job in jeopardy because of AI? What will you do if your job goes under because of AI? Will you go and try to learn these courses for Amazon? Will you try to... Uh, work for some sort of online company? Will you try to create your own company, your own lemonade stand somewhere? Um, there will continue to need to be some sort of physical presence in the world, but it's not going to be retail stores. It's not going to be pr product stores. That's all going to be taken care of. It's all going to be taken care of and will be ordered, and people won't need to go to the stores for that. It's going to be... It's going to be what can a person actually do that AI can't do. Right now, we don't have the robots that are dispersed into the community yet. But AI will eventually find a way to make it more affordable for these robots that they already have in development, already created, to make it to the marketplace and to make it affordable so that AI can run those robots and then run you out of your physical business. And then what happens? Is that what's really called an alien takeover? It's an AI takeover. It's an a it's alien to humans. Could be an alien takeover. Anyway, guys, I'm going to let you go. I've had fun with this topic. I hope you have too. Um, there's lots more alien topics to talk about, conspiracy topics to talk about. But this is real world stuff that's going on. Um, and it does have an impact on you and I moving forward. And I think it's definitely worth it to talk about in the sci-fi aspect of Lockdown Universe and in the real-world aspect of how it affects you uh, since you are a listener to this podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. Please take care of yourselves uh, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Don't lose out on any of those three. If any of those three are getting weakened, please bring it up to the same level as the others. Please take care of your family and friends and loved ones. And as always, follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. Those are important as we move forward. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.